Hey guys, I wanted to clue you in on October's podcast freebie because it is a good one. I realized pretty quickly after recording this episode that folks were going to want to know how to read their astro birth chart. So I got right to creating this worksheet for you guys to learn how to map your birth chart and answer some October-based astro energy questions. So after listening to this podcast episode, be sure to head to thejournaldeck.com forward slash episode 28 to get your free worksheet where I break down how to read your chart. You'll see which house Scorpio lands in and Bianca has provided an additional cheat sheet so you know what all of that means for you. Now on to the show. Hey JD Tribe and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight brought to you by the Journal Deck, a 52 card deck where journal prompts meet oracle cards to bridge inspiration with action to help you live your best life full of self-care and personal growth, which is now available to shop at thejournaldeck.com forward slash shop. I am your host and founder, Alyssa Cousins, and today we have Bianca Filoteo. She is back again for another astrology-themed episode. Bianca is a transformational nutrition coach and an intuitive astrologer, and since you guys loved episode 23, Understanding Moon Signs, we decided to bring her back for a monthly astrology-themed episode. And with that, welcome back, Bianca. Hi, everybody. Hi, Alyssa. So happy to be here again. Yes, I'm pumped about this. Like, super pumped. Everyone loved Understanding Moon Signs. I think it was our one of our most popular episodes that we've had. I had so much good feedback. I know you saw all the feedback coming in over in our private Facebook group, Journals and Journeys, on Facebook. So this is, this is awesome. Oh, can't wait. I oh, Our topic today, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we're talking, we're going to jump right in, guys. October, okay? So the energy of October, I we want to jam, you know, Bianca and I had a little preliminary meeting about what do we want to talk about for, for October? What do we want this monthly astrology episode to be about? And... I just really thought, like, let's jam on the energy of what October is. And October, obviously, is this fun month, too, because Halloween is in this month, and it's like that witchy time of year, and astrology, and all of it kind of just woo-woos together. And so we're going to jam on what the energy of October is like today. Bianca's going to clue us in on what that energy is like, like an, an energy astrological forecast of how we're moving from one sun sign into another. We're going to talk about what those signs are like. We're going to talk about their shadow sides, the, the idea of having duality and paradoxes. We're going to talk also about how Jupiter has moved out of one sign and into another and what is that, excuse me, and what that is going to mean for you all the way into November of 2018. Okay, so Bianca, October. I know that we start in Libra. We started in Libra, right? We're still in that Libra and we're going to move into a Scorpio come October 23rd. So really almost the entire month is in this Libra energy. So can we start, can we just jam on what is the Libra energy like 
that we are in right now. Yeah, so Libra is an air sign, and air signs in astrology, so it's basically Libra and, you know, Aquarius is another air sign, and Gemini. So these signs, air is the intellect, so they're usually more social, intellectual, they love discussing ideas, they love to chat, and with Libra, Libra symbolizes the scale, it symbolizes balance. And it's also ruled by Venus, which is the planet of love. So Libra is all about relationships as well. So there is this whole, it's kind of, um, trying to figure out like a word for it, but it's this really light, nice vibe. It's like peaceful and harmonious. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, you know, now it's time to kind of focus on, I guess, relationships, um, that would be a good one. And it doesn't have to be romantic relationships. It could be, uh, you know, business partnerships. It could be your friendships. Um, it could be any, like, basically relating to one another and trying to not be so selfish. You're putting the other person there. Um, but I guess in terms of when you mentioned shadow sides, um, Libra can be too people-pleasing, um, maybe a little too indecisive, and since its ruler is Venus, Venus is all about abundance and love, there's, you know, the shadow side of that is you can be too overindulgent or self-indulgent in a couple of things. Mm -hmm. But right now, I think the key words for me for Libra are balance and relationships, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember you told me that my rising sign was Libra. Mm -hmm. So I am... I've been acutely aware of that ever since you told me, and um, it, it, again, I love that episode, a lot of people were saying, wow, like, knowing my moon sign, like, even that too, my moon, you know, you told me was in Taurus, yeah. and um, just knowing those little things, really, a lot of people were saying, it just gave them so much insight, so this Libra energy is more, more social more relationship, more harmonious, like let's talk about things, peaceful energy. Um, Scorpio, mm -hmm. We're, we transit into the Scorpion energy, which in itself just sounds more intense. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> and that happens on October 23rd, which actually is one of my childhood best friends. That's her birthday, so that's super interesting. And um, so October 23rd, we move into Scorpio. Tell us about Scorpio. How is this sign pretty drastically different? And then what are the shadow qualities of it? So Scorpio, yeah, it's, it has that rap of being an intense sign, but that is because it's the sign of deep transformation. Think of the, the phoenix rising, right? So it's all about, I, I like to think of it as, you know, in the moon phases, um, you know, like new moon, full moon, I kind of see Scorpio as the dark moon where everything's dark, everything, you're shedding things away, you're making room for the new. So the old has to be destroyed or whatever is not serving you has to be destroyed in order for, you know, welcoming in this really great stuff that's coming your way. So Scorpio is a sign. Uh, so it's a water sign, firstly. So water rules emotions. So that's why it's so transform transformational, right? Um, Scorpio is about diving deeper so it's kind of like a psychologist or a detective 
So it's not it's not about the surface fluffy stuff like Scorpio doesn't want to talk about that. It's about okay, what's the root cause or what's what's really going on here? Like oh, and it's all about like the emotions too. So a lot. I think it's a very in terms of like self awareness or self discovery. Scorpio is a really great teacher. Um, it's also all about power as well. So Aries is all about power as well, but Scorpio power is a bit different. Um, it's very determined. Uh, it's, it can be very fearless, and it can be dramatic sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's so passionate. Like Scorp, I don't know if you've met any Scorpios, but the Scorpios I've met, they they don't kid around. <laughs> they there's there's a lightness to them too. But you know, my conversations with them have always been either you know thought provoking or also some of them they nothing no subject is too taboo because sex so sex death rebirth. Um, those are Scorpio ta- topics, so they're not. They're not scared. superficial. Like they're like they're talking. If they're talking, like it's going down. It's going deep. Yeah, and they love talking about it. It's fun for them, right? So even like the occult or like money, like sexual energy, um, those kinds of things. They love talking, but they don't. They don't shy away from it. They're like, oh yeah, like that's normal. Like let's talk about this. Like mm. to them, it's like okay, yeah, sex. Okay, yeah, money. Mm-hmm. Okay, like death. Interesting. Sure. Yeah, and this whole, and Scorpio, you know, Halloween is in Scorpio season as well. And all of this theme of like death and rebirth, that's kind of in line with the autumn season, fall. You know, like the leaves are dying, everything's decaying, we're preparing for the winter. um, And you kind of, it symbolizes that, yeah, we have to kind of just not relax, but I mean release, right? So mm-hmm. things kind of, it's kind of going through that end of the cycle so that we can begin that new cycle. It's prepping us for that. Um, yeah. And, oh yeah, and I forgot to add, um, say the uh, shadow sides of Scorpio. So this one, this sign can be, because it can be really sensitive, so it can be dramatic and emotional. Also jealousy um, and very controlling or vengeful, right? Because with power, there's there's both sides of the coin, right? It can be very powerful, um, but you can also be very controlling with that, the shadow side. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so really, <clears throat> well, this is interesting because you said, do I know anyone? Like I said, one of my childhood best friends technically is on, she's, so would that be, she's on the right on the border because her birthday is the 23rd. Yeah. But she does not act like this at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing too, right? So I think in like our first episode, right. so we're not just our sun sign. Her moon sign can be much more powerful than that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Or even her rising sign. Her rising sign can be com- like a completely different yeah. thing, right? Because so, most of the Scorpios I know, they're not Scorpio rising either. So actually the ones who have a moon in Scorpio those are the ones that are like yeah let's talk about this stuff interesting well that makes sense emotions emotions yeah exactly Ah. (laughs) (laughs) and Scorpio is also uh the sign of secrets so that's why sometimes you can't really tell if someone's a Scorpio because they're not gonna they're not an open book right away 
they're not just going to reveal everything to you. Um, mm. Usually the ones that when I find out like they're a Scorpio, I'm like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense now because, mm-hmm. you know, oh yeah, they, it took them a while to open up about, you know, their relationships or like all the, you know, intimate stuff. So not, yeah. it's like they're not, they're not an open book, but when you really get to know them, they're willing to like kind of get in there and talk about stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because they're not into the superficial stuff. Like small talk might not be their thing, but mm-hmm. once you actually get into it, they prefer deeper conversations or quality conversations with people not just hey what's up right so interesting and i i want to point out guys if you're listening to this and thinking well i'm not a scorpio i'm not a libra i don't think i have a moon in either or whatever remember as bianca says we have all of these signs this energy inside of us in in some way whether it's in jupiter or you know Saturn or all the different things mm-hmm. it's in there so if you're listening to this remember that you have the energy inside of you and that kind of honestly kind of moves us into this second part of the conversation that me and Bianca wanted to talk about which is this idea of duality and being really paradoxical as like human beings we are we are one giant paradox you know I mean it's that's one of my favorite things to talk about, and that's why one of my favorite sayings is, "You, as a woman, you can be soft and fierce. It's like one of my, my mantras of my life, and that's that paradox. So what we love about October energy, as Bianca just talked all about, is that you have this Libra, more social, like harmonious type of energy butted right up against this more intense, more emotional, um, not superficial, not really one to engage in small talk, Scorpio sign. That's much more like introspective and introverted almost, and, you know, more intense, a little deeper. And they're really right next to each other. And that's so fascinating. Um, so it kind of just blends into this this conversation about, you know, what are your paradoxes in your life and how... Does that show up for you? You know, we all are like a walking paradox. Do you remember that commercial? It was, um, was it Starburst or Skittles or something like that? A walking contradiction. Do you remember that? Was that ever, or you're in Canada, so maybe yeah, you didn't so see. Like, I don't know if we got that commercial here. <laughs> well, for those of you U.S. folk, there was this hilarious, I thought it was funny, it was like a, it was a commercial for like uh, Starburst or some kind of candy, and it was talking about being a walking contradiction. And I feel like that's what we are. We're like these giant walking paradoxes all the time. Danielle Laporte even talks about in her new book, White Hot Truth, basically about like embracing your paradoxes. And she has this beautiful, um, like a, almost like a poem. I'll put it in the show notes, um, so you guys can you guys can see it. Um, and it's all about paradoxes. Like, you know, you can have your beer and drink your green smoothie. Like, you are not just one thing. And I think that October really amplifies that. That you can have this lighter side and this almost like a quote-unquote darker side to you. Where you're more extroverted maybe and maybe more introverted in some other ways. Um, Bianca, like, how do, you, how do you interpret the energy of this October duality? Yeah, I think I agree with what you say, what you just said, because we have the Libra energy, we have the Scorpio energy, we have the Aries energy, 
because um, like especially if um, for those of you who are listening look up your birth chart and when you know what your birth time is you can see which house is in which sign so your Scorpio energy could be in your second house or your fifth house or whatever so in that area of your life that's where Scorpio is actually kind of more in sync um, and the houses correspond to like don't they just correspond to like this is like the career house money yes, exactly yeah so for me like personally Scorpio is in my 12th house of solitude and spirituality it's actually for me it's supposed to be a sign of like kind of just going deep within and you know so I took that as a sign of like meditating more yoga <laughs> I'm gonna be more introspective for sure um but for some people it could be in their house of creativity or it could be in their house of career um so that's something that people can explore more on um but in terms of yeah like the contradiction we all have this energy and I feel like Libra is now that we're in the Libra season or time it's kind of take the lessons of Libra, of balance, of relationship. Yeah, peace and harmony. Like, how can you cooperate with others? Um, or how can you, let's see, yeah, like balance, just being fair. Um, it's also a very artistic time. Libra is ruled by Venus, which is um, rules art and beauty and stuff like mm. that. So work on your relationships, right? And then, because that actually might help when things get kind of intense when Scorpio arrives, right? right? Because mm-hmm. there's secrets, there's, you know, <laughs> it can be very emotional time for people. Um, it's getting dark out there, so <laughs> there's not a lot of light, so people might be a little more moody. So the Libra energy, you're taking that with you as you go and move into Scorpio Ah. to kind of help you balance things out or stay a little zen (laughs) while things get a little chaotic. Um, I love that. Yeah, so that's kind of how I see it. So every time we move through each sign, I always try to think of, okay, what can I learn from this sign that we were just in and how can that help us moving forward to this new sign? Right. So it could be, you know, when we were in Virgo, what did you need to learn about Virgo once you um, enter Libra? So there's always like a something that you can learn from each period. Right? So it's almost like in in some sense, like the Libra sign, it almost feels like it was prepping you mm-hmm. for going into the Scorpio when things get a little darker. And even outside, it is literally, like you said, it's getting darker out. Mm-hmm. And it's, I love how they parallel each other, that Libra is a little bit lighter, and it was lighter at the beginning of October, and towards the end of October, it is physically even darker outside, and the energy feels a little bit more intense and a little darker, and so one kind of prepped you for the other. I love that. Yeah, exactly, and I mean, that whole topic of balance, you're like, I know Libra, the shadow side of it is people-pleasing or, you know, over-compromising, so that's something to keep in mind when you go into Scorpio season. It's like, okay, like boundaries, set your boundaries. And, you know, things can get a little, if things get a little emotional, secrets come out or, you know, Scorpio is a sign of crisis. Hopefully we don't have, <laughs> hopefully nobody has to go through that. But I mean, if things go down, like what are you going to do? So you got to, 
I think Libra definitely preps us for that, you know, like thinking of peace and harmony Mm -hmm. Um, or even the partnerships or the relationships you cultivate during Libra season. They could be helpful for you um, during Scorpio season. They can be there for support. So it could be, it can mean a lot of things. Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that whole Danielle Laporte thing with the contradiction because especially as women, um, we go through cycles. We're not the same person. Even when we go through our own personal like menstrual cycle, we're not, we don't stay the same. We go through periods of, you know, lightness, like we're so social. And then there's periods of like, okay, I just need to go myself. just want to like sit at home and, you know, journal or, you know, have your own self-care practices. And I think that speaks to, it's a little tough because our world right now, it's so masculine oriented, driven, whatever you want to call it. The systems here are set up in a very linear way. And the whole masculine type of energy is, you know, linear, analytical, logical, and it's always labeling things. So we're kind of we've been primed or we've grown up being raised that like, okay, you got to pick this and this is you, like you can't change. Like this is, you're all set. Like whatever you choose now, like you got to go, go do it that way. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So I think the paradox, like it's okay. Like there's, there's so many different sides to us and you're going to show one side to your mom and you might not show that side to your boyfriend. (laughs) Like We all have these different sides to us. Mm -hmm. just emerge depending on who we hang out with yeah and where we are in mm-hmm. all in the month and all this we're very changeable you're right yeah we're very changeable women are very changeable men too but yeah i think but... women generally um you know in the kundalini practice they always say you know women are in this natural flow state this mm-hmm. changeable state and then men are in this stable state exactly so exactly. yeah and i guess october's really showing that and like amplifying that and I love that Scorpio I have to say I think it's so interesting that it's a water sign Mm -hmm. because (laughs) water is considered to be feminine yes it is and air signs are considered air and fire signs are considered to be masculine isn't that like I find it really kind of fascinating because Scorpio you think first of all scorpion it doesn't feel feminine but when you water signs are supposed to be that's like the flow energy like we just said right that's feminine but i think it makes sense too because the the divine feminine the sacred feminine energy is intense like it can be (laughs) really intense and doesn't want to talk necessarily on a superficial level. It wants to dig down in there. Like you're talking about where like sex, money, like I am a goddess. Like it's going to get in there and talk about those things and maybe get you uncomfortable once you kind of like pop the lid off of it. It's like it's it's there. I mean, it's like, hello, feminine energy. So I think it's it might not come off like Scorpio might not sound like a, it's oh, that's you might think, oh, that's a masculine sign. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> it's not. And it makes sense. Cause, oh, it's water. Oh, okay, that's feminine. And that's, you know, divine feminine. And that's a, that's a deep, intense energy. 
like you said, that has massive transformation with this sign. And so does tapping into that divine feminine energy that you have in you as as a woman, especially. Men have that same, um, they have that Shakti energy too, but women are so much more in tune with it because they are female bodied. And it's like, if you can un- unlock that, that's that transformational energy you're talking about with Scorpio. It's like one in the same. So now that you're singing that and I'm thinking about it, it does make sense that it's a water sign and that that's feminine, even if it doesn't come across that way when you think Scorpio. Exactly. And I mean, when you said, you know, divine feminine, it's all about creation, birth, right? And the birthing process is not easy peasy. <laughs> like, literally, when a woman is giving birth, you are in pain. You are, you know, it's this, it's a very like deep transformational time mm-hmm. when you're giving birth to someone or even if you're not physically you know pregnant and giving birth to someone the idea of creativity right there's no there's chaos and creativity you can't control it there's nothing linear about it um so it's there's still that beauty when it comes to death and rebirth and mm-hmm. all of these Scorpio energies. So it does get a bad rap because it's so intense and sometimes we're not, you know, we're not fully taught how to handle all of right. this all of this stuff happening, but there is beauty in this. Um mm-hmm. yeah. and again Danielle Laporte, just like you talked about the transformation, metamorphosis is naturally destructive. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But there's beauty in that, and you get the butterfly in the end. Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm-hmm. ah, ah, I love it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we, guys, we totally, like, we do not script this by any means. <laughs> like, it's just, like, we have an idea of what we want to talk about, and then we're just, like, the conversation will flow. Like, it will flow. We're in tune with each other. It will flow. And yep. it, as you can tell, it does. <laughs> okay. So the last kind of piece of this puzzle that I wanted to jam with you about is this idea of, you said that Jupiter, specifically the planet Jupiter, and moved out of Libra and just moved, okay, we're recording this, and you said it moved out yesterday, right, on the 10th. Okay, so Jupiter moved out of Libra, and it moved into Scorpio energy, where it will stay until November of 2018, so pretty much around this time next year. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for us if Jupiter has now left Libra and moved into Scorpio? What does that mean? Okay. So Jupiter obviously stays in one sign for a lot longer compared to our moon signs or the moon. So the moon usually changes sign every like one or two, like two days usually. Um, so Jupiter is the planet of abundance luck opportunities so wherever it is it kind of amplifies that energy right so when jupiter was in libra it amplifies the energy of relationships Mm -hmm. peace harmony right um and now that it's moving or that it is in scorpio now it's going to amplify the energy of scorpio so even just right now, I think it happened yesterday, there was in the news, it was like the Harvey Weinstein, or Weinstein, um, this big entertainment producer. Um, there's all, there's this big report on him on the New York Times now that, you know, there's, he's been sexually harassing women. And this 
has been going on for many, many, many years, and now women are coming out. So this to me was kind of like a Jupiter and Scorpio thing. So Scorpio is about secrets <laughs> and, you know, sex. <laughs> and Jupiter amplifies that energy. So now the secret's out. So wow. it is already pretty intense on a, you know, a global scale of Jupiter and Scorpio. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy that this happened just just now at this time once Jupiter moved into Scorpio. Yeah, it's okay. Unreal. But for us, like even in just like our everyday life, again, depending on where Scorpio is, but for the next year and a bit, Jupiter is going to amplify or I guess light, lighten up. Um, yeah, just the Scorpio themes that we've talked about. So maybe for you, it means you really need to let go of the old. Like some things, you, you've been feeling it this, even in the past couple of months or the past year, you're real, maybe it's like a relationship or maybe it's a job that's no longer serving you. That might be really amplified over the next year. And maybe you ha- you'll get the courage to, you know, walk away or find a new, find a new job. So like this is a, I think if I recall, I believe you told me, I think you said my, okay. I think you said Scorpio was in my house of money. Is dude. Yeah. So yours is, your Scorpio is in your second house of money, your self-worth, your values and your possessions. So for you personally, it's going to amplify that area in your life. So that could mean anything money related. Um, so it could be something about your business or it could be, you know, maybe you're, you decide to invest more or something like that. Um, so does that Jupiter energy, you said it's, a, what did you say it was? Jupiter is abundance and... Yeah, and luck. It's basically, um, it amplifies things because Jupiter is this large planet, right? So it's energy, it just brings to light, right? So I, I always think of it as like amplifying or just putting that in focus. So for you, maybe you're going to be more focused on your fi- finances, and maybe they will amplify. <laughs> and maybe they will amplify, exactly. Because, like, I mean, they're obviously, it can go both ways. But yeah. Jupiter is more of, like, a, a planet, because it's a more of a positive planet, right? So it, it will tend to take the positive of that sign. So I'm thinking that what might be really interesting, and this is, again, why, guys, if you look up those birth charts, and I will, um, I'll post um, a link for how you can look up your birth chart to see, like, how did I know, how did Bianca know that Scorpio was in my second house of money? Um, like for me, I can kind of then interpret that as saying, okay, if Jupiter is abundance and, <clears throat> and things like that, if it's tied into this intensity of Scorpio, which has to do with like this transformational type, deeper energy, and then I also have the money house at play. So maybe that means for me into November of 2018, maybe it's really amplifying my money sector in a deep, intense way that there's a big transformation happening for me within the realm of money. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I interpreting like that's how I would yes. kind of read it? Exactly. And it's also maybe now's a great time to focus on money this next year, right? Whether it's upgrading your money mindset or getting financially healthy in terms of, you know, like your savings accounts or whatever, right? Um, Use that good luck energy of Jupiter and focus on, for you personally, focus on money and 
your self-worth for the next year. It's so fascinating just because of, you know, obviously how this business is like unfolding. I just Mm -hmm. started this business. So it's like, wow. Okay. So that could be a good thing. Hopefully a good thing. I know also secrets is involved with Scorpio. So I'm like, I don't know if I have any money secrets. Yeah, it's like, well, it doesn't have to be that. Maybe it could just be like, okay, be on the lookout. It could be someone else's secret or, you know, or just being more attentive. Like, okay, maybe holding secrets is not a great time right now <laughs> or ever. But, for everyone, really. Yeah, for everyone. Yeah, for everyone. Um, and Scorpio is also about, I mentioned money, but in particular, it's other people's money. So people might find themselves, you know, inheriting money or finding investors for their you know their idea or something like that so that can be something that happens within the next year um and just a sense of you know self-empowerment doesn't have to be big but it could be an inner transformation that happens for people the worth like the self-worth yeah Yeah, exactly Mm because scorpio is about it's a it's a sign of power so for some people if you feel like you're not powerful or taking control of your life, this could be a really good time for you to dig deep and self-reflect and really get in tune with what's going on and assess your life or be reflective and figure out, okay, what's not working? Okay, maybe this is what I need to change. And yeah, throughout this whole year, up until November, things can really go up for you. Um, Obviously, you still have to do the work. That's Scorpio, you're not just gonna, you know, think about it and like mm-hmm. wish that it happened the next day. But um, there's gonna be work to be done. But it, it's tra- deep transformational work. Um, it might be a bit intense, but just keep in mind that it's just keep at it and it'll work out. Um, and Jupiter is also like as you said, it's it's a little bit more of a positive side sign, yes. you know, planet. Mm-hmm. So it's probably for the better. Yeah, exactly. So just keep that in mind. And yeah, because it is about luck or opportunities and abundance. So I'm not saying everybody's going to get rich (laughs) this year, like you can. um, But it's just that energy. It's that positive energy um, that you're just kind of going to be moving with. And yeah, so it just depends on Obviously, we talked about what Scorpio is, but if you want to get more detailed in which area of your life, that'll be in, yeah, you'll have to go to your birth chart and see which house that Scorpio is in. Sure. And you also, people can also, they can do that. They can see that on their own. But if they wanted to do a more in-depth analysis with you, that's something that they can do, right? Uh, Yes. Yeah. I cover that in my one-on-one readings. Right. Okay. And obviously, guys, in the show notes... Again, we'll have Bianca's information so that if you guys wanted to get your, you know, your birth chart really read for you and broken down for you, she can help you because obviously you can tell that there's a lot of pieces. It's like putting this whole puzzle piece together and seeing this beautiful mosaic all come together for your life and she can help like break that down. So yeah, we'll put that in the show notes and it'll be available to you. But otherwise, Bianca, this was awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. I feel like October, I, I love it. I love that this is like the Halloween energy, like you said, like with the the death and the rebirth and that it all is, now it makes perfect sense that that's when Halloween is in that Scorpio energy. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Makes a little more sense to me. And I didn't know Scorpio was involved with, you know, with like the death aspect of like the rebirth and the transforming. Mm-hmm. So it, it like click, click, click everything. Every time I have a conversation with you, I feel like there's these clicks happening. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> yeah. The world is making so much more sense. Good. Okay. And yeah, we just gotta, and that's the thing about what I love about astrology, you're always discovering things. Even when I look at my chart, I would think that I read it a zillion times, but I'm always finding little clues into it and little insights. It's like, oh, okay, I didn't, why did I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And you know, so there's always, you can never just read your chart once and then that's it. Like, there's always little things um, to be discovered all the time. Yeah, and again, that goes back to what we said with, you know, we're, we're, we're changeable creatures. So mm-hmm. if we're always changing our, you know, the signs are moving, the planets are moving, then obviously then things are going to shift. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. It's changing. Well, thank you, Bianca, for doing this. Thanks, Alyssa. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This was, I had such a blast. Alrighty. Well, we will see you next month. That is a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Self Care Spotlight with this astrology edition brought to you by the Journal Deck, which you can shop for at thejournaldeck.com forward slash shop. And if this podcast moved you in some way, I kindly ask you to review it on iTunes so that we can continue our mission of spreading self-care and living your truth. Your love and attention means the world to me. Until next time, I am Melissa Cousins signing off for The Journal Deck. Music by Lee Rosevere.